Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. This is going to be episode one of the Rebuild Your Shop series. But today I'm going to talk about an email that I got recently about a situation happening at a shop. The Golden Boy. They still exist in some shops, apparently. I got an email about somebody dealing with this situation right now. One of the techs in the shop, he's been there for a while. He has a trainee. He has a kid that he's training, in quotes. So this guy has two lifts, and he makes the kid pull the cars in and out. And he tells him what to do, the kid does it, and the tech gets paid. Sounds like a good plan, right? The trainee's getting paid hourly, so he doesn't take a cut out of the tech's time, right? The tech diagnoses the car, the kid replaces the parts, he does some brakes, he does some flushes, and the tech gets paid. But tell me how this helps that kid, that new tech. Tell me how this is proper training. Is he learning anything? He's not part of the diag process, because while the tech's diagnosing a car, he's parking a car and grabbing another one. And pulling in another gravy job. I've seen this at a shop I worked at before, where the trainee is just a fucking do-boy. And when he gets promoted as a tech after a year or two... He's just thrown into the shop, and the tech that supposedly trained him won't help him with anything. Then the trainee ends up quitting because he didn't learn shit, couldn't fix shit, couldn't do shit but replace parts. I've seen this go the right way, where somebody was trained the proper way, and then thrown in the shop and succeed, even make it to team leader, even open their own shop. But apparently there's still shops out there that let techs train like this. And the managers, that's your problem. That's your fault. What happens is that tech with his trainee can knock out work faster than everybody else. Because it's two people. And they get most of the work. And that tech that's, in quotes, training, the other tech, is making all the hours. While the other techs, the real techs, suffer. And they eventually quit. Either leave the industry or move on to another shop. But all this is happening in the shop as the boss sits in his office looking for a boat upgrade or a motorcycle, whatever. While the other techs in the shop are on their phones looking for other shops to work at. Because they ain't got shit to do. The Golden Boy is a shop's worst nightmare. He's the tech that thinks his shit don't stink, when in reality he's the one that has most of the comebacks. And for some reason, I haven't figured it out yet, but the managers will let whatever the golden boy does slide. Showing up late to work, leaving early, having multiple comebacks. He doesn't do anything to the golden boy. But that's going to be for the next episode of the Rebuild Your Shop series. We'll get into that more. But for this one here, I'm going to talk about what I've learned over the past 20 years I've been in the industry. Over 20 years. Fucking old. Everything that I talk about on here is what I've experienced, what I've heard technicians complain about, what managers I've heard technicians complain about and do nothing about, all that shit. I want to help shops out only because I want to help technicians out, like me, like you. So I started in this business back in 2000 as a porter, lube tech, line tech, foreman, you know the deal. I've been the tech that works and says nothing. Just deals with the shit hoping for a change. 
I've been the tech that bitches about everything to other techs that do the same thing. They all bitch. But do nothing. I've been the tech that stirs up shit in the shop and makes shit change. I've been the foreman that had to listen to techs bitch about shit that I knew, as a foreman, would never change because of the management. And a lot more. But here I'm going to share what I've learned with you. This may seem like the most basic shit, common sense, and it is. And that's what's lacking in every shop. If you want technicians to come and work for your team, let's start with your shop. Clean it. Nobody wants to come and work at a shop that's a fucking disgusting dungeon. When the floors are black and stained from oil leaks and bum technicians not cleaning up after themselves. When the walls have spider webs all over them and handprints and grease and dumbass shit hanging off the walls. It just looks like a fucking mess. Nobody wants to come work there. Clean it up. When the lifts are old as shit and make noise when going up or down and shit's held together by zip ties and glue. You know, when you lower the car down, one side moves before the other. Fix it, dude. Better yet, replace it. It's unsafe. The lifts are unsafe, the floors are slippery, covered in oil. Techs don't want to come there, dude. No one wants to work in an ugly, unsafe, slippery floor shop. You can offer the highest wages, you can have the most work around, and have a shithole shop that nobody wants to come work at. There's always a tech in every shop that's a fucking hoarder. Every tech knows who it is, and guess what? It's a fucking disgrace. It's an eyesore that needs to be taken care of now. There's no reason somebody needs to keep shit laying around or tools laying around on the shop wall, on boxes laying on the floor, toolboxes a mess, old parts laying around. I mean, come on, man. There's one in every shop. Managers, if you want a clean shop, start with that tech first. No other tech is going to take the time to actually clean their area or the shop if this guy's fucking junkyard exists. You want to set a standard in your shop, right? Start here. Speaking of standards, you have to set standards. But, first off, your shop has to be worth a shit. It has to be safe, clean, and have equipment that fucking works. Change is coming. You need to adapt now for the future. Take a look on YouTube and search new shop. Look at the YouTubers' shops that they're building right now. The younger generation wants this. They want a clean, updated shop with shiny floors and the newest tools out there. And yes, they want dynos. If you have the ability to get a chassis dyno, get it. Why not? If you can afford to do it, do it. Why not have the ability to road test a vehicle for a drivability issue right there in the shop, safely? You can also have dyno days at your shop, draw people in. Have car shows at your shop, have the dyno ready to go. You want to draw attention to your shop, to get the kids out of high school and other techs from other shops to come and work with you, this will help. But if your shop's a disaster, it's worthless. And yeah, I know dinos aren't cheap, but if you have the ability to get one, it should work out in the long run. Right? Maybe? I don't know. You need to make an investment in tools. As many tools as you can, including the special tools, along with your shop equipment. We technicians have to buy our own tools. We have to invest in ourselves to come and work for you. We invest thousands of dollars in tools and toolboxes. It looks bad on you, the shop owner or manager, 
when you won't update the tools that you provide us, like alignment machines, transmission jacks, lifts, battery testers, oil drain buckets, flush machines, lighting in the shop, all of it. Go out in your shop right now, if you're a manager or director or GM, whatever, owner, and look at the condition of your shop equipment. Look at the condition it's in right now. Pause this shit and go look at it. And tell me if you're proud to let a new technician that spent 30 grand on his own tools to come work for you, tell me if that technician that spent $15,000 on his toolbox alone is going to feel like he's investing his time, his qualities, his knowledge and abilities in the right shop. Is he going to feel like he has signed on to a team that will invest like he did and have quality equipment that's reliable and works? taken care of, up to date, and safe. Go take a look at your equipment and the condition of it and ask yourself, would I want to use this? Is this safe? Is this even going to work? Do I even know how to use this? Why is there parts missing from the alignment machine? You got to invest in the newest and best tire machines, the balancers, alignment machines, the hydraulic presses, the lifts, fluid exchange machines, battery testers, all of it. Get the best. Get the best aftermarket scanner you can possibly get for your used cars. Keep everything in-house. Be able to work on anything and everything, even performance shit. Every GM and director at every dealership wants the cleanest, most updated shop in the game, in the group, in the brand. They want to show it off. If you want to draw on the new techs to your shop, have the best shop you possibly can. And also, like I said, have standards. You have to set standards. Start with keeping the shop clean and the techs cleaning their areas. Hold them accountable. Stop letting some get away with shit. All the techs see it and know, and they get pissed off and they lose motivation because of it. If you want a team, a real team, first off, stop going out to your meetings and saying we are a team. We work like a team. Because you're not a team. You're not a real team. Not even close. And you sure ain't no family, so stop with that shit. Techs don't look at their co-workers as a family. We have real families at home. Saying that in your meetings is just a fucking insult. I'm telling you the truth. But techs do want to work in a team. We really do. But in order to have a real team, you have to set standards. You cannot let anyone get away with breaking those standards. There has to be consequences for everybody. Just like cleaning the shop. And that hoarder has shit everywhere. Make them throw that shit away. It's unsafe and it looks like shit. Have a shop that you're proud of. A shop you would bring your real family to just so they can see it. A shop you would walk a customer around in and not worry about them slipping and getting sued. Just don't bring them around the techs. Obviously. And have a clean shop so the techs are proud to be there and want to work there. That's where we spend most of our lives is in the shop, at work. Make it nice, comfortable, and safe. Make it a place we can be proud of and actually want to take care of it. And we will. The goal of this Rebuild Your Shop series is to have a shop that people want to work at. A real team. A shop that literally, really has a wait list for technicians that want to come and work there. This is where you start, dude. Clean up your shit. Clean up your shop. But then after you clean up your shop and you actually 
update everything, make it safe, have all new equipment, all that shit. That's when the standards need to be set. Alright, well that's it for the first episode of the Rebuild Your Shop series. I think I'm going to pump the second one out pretty quick. If you've got any questions, comments, concerns, topics, send them to flatratetechpodcast at gmail.com. Link in the show notes. Uh, check out the Facebook page, Flatrate Tech Podcast. Instagram, Flatrate Tech underscore podcast. I think that's what it is. You want merch, anything like that? Check out flatratetechpodcast.weebly.com. Check out that website. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.